This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Thursday, the 26th of August. In your sport today, it's a golden start for Australia at the Paralympics. Perth is named as the backup for the AFL Grand Final. Harry Kane commits to Tottenham. And a skateboard made with heart and blood. This is your sport today. We start in Tokyo, where Australia lead the medal tally after day one of the Paralympics. The Australian team won six gold medals on the opening day, two in the velodrome in the afternoon, and then four in the pool later that evening. Gabs, it was a golden start for the athletes in the green and gold. If I can steal a line from Seinfeld, it's gold, Fezzi, it's gold. <laughs> As you said, the gold rush started with track cycling in the velodrome. Paige Greco won the C3 3,000-metre individual pursuit for the first gold medal of the Games, and 15 minutes later, Australia doubled their tally when Emily Petricola won the C4 individual pursuit. Now, a quick recap on classification. So the difference between C3 and C4 is the level of impairment. With the lower the number, the more serious the impairment. Yeah, most of the time, the letter represents the sport. So C for cycling, TF for track and field, and S for swimming. And expect to hear a lot more about the swimming after the Aussies continued their golden ways from the Olympics. Well, let's stick with swimming. And in the S9 400 metre freestyle finals, Will Martin and Lakeisha Patterson won gold in the men's and women's events. Patterson won this event in the S8 class in Rio and just held on this time in Tokyo, winning by eight one hundredths of a second as Australia's Ellie Cole finished in fourth place. Now, we've seen a lot of great post-race quotes at the Olympics, but Patterson's is going to be hard to beat after she said, I'm feeling more fried than a chook from KFC. (laughs) That is one quality zinger. Australia's men's sprinters then picked up two more gold medals with Rowan Crothers winning the S10 50 metre freestyle and then Ben Popham in the S8 100 metre freestyle in the last event of the night. Lots of gold indeed there, Gabs. Australia also won a silver and three bronze to be out on top of the medal tally ahead of China. It's another big day of Paralympics action, so stay tuned to the end of the episode for a few events worth checking out. Let's return to Australia now because the AFL has announced this year's grand final will be played at Perth's Optus Stadium if COVID stops the MCG from being available. Yeah, AFL CEO Gillan McLaughlin made the announcement yesterday, but fans in Perth shouldn't celebrate just yet. Optus Stadium is only the backup at this stage, but that would change if the Victorian government decided it wasn't safe to hold such a big event in a city that has been in lockdown since July 15. Now, the AFL wants the grand final to be played in front of the biggest crowd possible, and Perth has already shown in recent weeks that it can put on games in front of 60,000 people. If it is moved, it'd be the second year in a row the grand final has been played outside of Melbourne due to the pandemic. Last year's match between the Cats and Tigers was at the Gabba in Brisbane. McLaughlin said a decision would be made early next week. Uh, The grand final is set to be played on September 25, and given Perth's time zone, it would likely mean the game will be played in the evening or at night on the East Coast. The other big news in the AFL is around the coaching future of Alistair Clarkson, but Gabs, we know he definitely won't be coaching next year. No, he won't. His manager, James Henderson, put out a statement yesterday confirming he's having 20 
League 22 off after coaching the Hawks for 17 years. Clarkson had been linked to coaching jobs at Collingwood and Carlton, but instead he's going to spend next year with his family and to study. And he won't be out of pocket for taking a year off either, Gabs. Uh, The Hawks still have to pay him out for the final year of his contract after he left early so Sam Mitchell could take over the team. Clarkson is reportedly set to get $900,000 next year. Giants fans are in for a treat this weekend. The AFL team faces the Swans in an elimination final and the netball team is up against the Swifts in the Super Netball Grand Final. There's only one problem. They're on at the same time. Gabs, Netball Australia ain't real happy about this result. Uh, No, they're not, and neither are fans. In fact, Netball Australia boss Kelly Ryan said she only found out about the schedule clash online. The Super Netball Grand Final starts at 3pm in Brisbane, while the AFL elimination final between the Swans and Giants starts at 3.20pm down in Tasmania. A few weeks ago, it looked like there wasn't going to be any clash, but when the AFL decided to remove the pre-finals bye week, it meant the two codes could clash on the same weekend, and as luck would have it, they have. Ryan said it was disappointing not just for netball, but for the fans, especially Giant supporters who might want to watch both teams play. Yeah, but on the other hand, Ryan said she understands the difficulties dealing with COVID, saying, quote, The reality is that all sport is just doing their best to get the competition away as best they can. It's just unlucky. The Super Netball final will be shown on Channel 9 and the AFL finals on Network 7. So get a couple of screens ready or be prepared to change that channel every couple of minutes. We've had some good practice with that lately. We have. There'll be some happy Tottenham fans this morning after Harry Kane announced he has decided to stay at the EPL club this season, despite being linked with a move to Manchester City. Yeah, and it did look like the Tottenham captain would leave the club after he asked for a transfer because he wanted to win trophies. It looked like he was going to join Manchester City to do that. They won the EPL title last season and they need a new striker to replace Sergio Aguero, who joined Barcelona. But Kane's desire to leave changed on the weekend when he came on as a substitute in Tottenham's win over Wolverhampton, leading him to tweet, It was incredible to see the reception from the Spurs fans on Sunday and to read some of the messages of support I've had in the last few weeks. I'll be staying at Tottenham this summer and will be 100% focused on helping the team achieve success. It sounds like Manchester City have wasted no time eyeing their next target. There are already reports that say they could sign a Portuguese superstar, Cristiano Ronaldo, from Italian club Juventus. Kane is Tottenham's second leading goalscorer of all time and has three years left to run on his current deal. Today's trivia question, who is Tottenham's all-time leading goalscorer? This one is for the real football fans out there, particularly the Tottenham fans, Gabs. Yeah, anyone who gets this deserves a big round of applause. It's often said that it takes blood, sweat and tears to be the best at something. Well, 100 people won't have to worry about the first part after they bought skateboards that were painted with skateboarding legend Tony Hawk's blood. All those years playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater on my Nintendo and I could have just done this to get some of his DNA. Water company Liquid Death organised it all to help launch the Liquid Death skateboard. Now, What they did was they drew two vials of blood from Hawk and mixed it into the red paint for the design on the boards. If it sounds like something you'd be interested in, don't bother. The 100 skateboards sold out in about 20 minutes for just under $700 a piece. 
If this might sound familiar, cricket great Sachin Tendulkar was supposedly going to release a book a few years ago containing some of his blood, but he shot down those rumors pretty quickly. Hawk's blood is definitely used in the board, which comes with a letter of authenticity. Uh, There is a charitable side to the promotion. 10% of the proceeds from each board will be used to help stop plastic pollution in oceans and to build skate parks in areas that need help. Time for a look at some of the key events at the Paralympics today and starting at 11.30am, David Nicholas will be defending the gold medal he won at the Rio Paralympics in the C3 Individual Pursuit Track Cycling Race. Nicholas was born with cerebral palsy in the New South Wales central west town of Bathurst and won gold at London and Rio. The qualifying starts at 11.30am, but the gold medal race is from 5pm. Yeah, and a bit earlier at 3.45pm, Australia's men's basketball team faces the Islamic Republic of Iran. They are called the Rollers and have won the gold twice, but are coming off a quarterfinals exit in Rio back in 2016. And at 6.30pm, Australia's Paralympic co-captain Riley Batt leads the Steelers in the wheelchair rugby. The Aussies face France and will look to bounce back from their one-point loss to Denmark yesterday. It was a bit of an upset as the Aussies hadn't lost a game at the Paralympics since 2008. All those times are in Australian Eastern Standard Time. And you can watch it all on Network 7. Today's trivia question, Jimmy Greaves is Tottenham's all-time leading goal scorer with 266 goals. Harry Kane has 221. All right, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll catch you again tomorrow. 